Today's daf is daf nun tes. We are holding at the two dots towards the bottom of Nuches Amadveh, about seven, eight lines up from the bottom. I want to get into some practical halachic discussions before circling back to the Nazar halacha. But I'm a Rav, Rav Paskin, Mekel Adam Kol Gufay Betar. A person is allowed to literally means like lessen the load, but the way the Rishonim seems to learn it does not, it's not discussing uh, the how much, but in general, that you're allowed to shave off body hair using a razor, alright, and you're not in violation by doing so, right? So, Mesavir, and that thing where I ask a question, we have a brysa that says, that if someone shaves, Beisa Shechi is under, uh, his underarms, and Beisa Erva is his pubic hair, he says, you get lashes. So, how could Rav say that it's permissible? So what it wants to suggest is habatar Baba misparai. Maybe there's a difference if you use a razor or if you use scissors. Since a razor is where you get a smooth finish, with scissors you do not. So therefore, maybe when Rav said it's permissible, he meant scissors. And the Bryce is talking about a razor. The problem with that is that Rav's statement said with a razor. Can't give that answer. Rav also was talking about a razor. So what the one wants to suggest is as follows is that maybe what Rav meant, he never meant using an actual razor, he meant using scissors like a razor, I mean using it to go down to the skin. So I'm ke'entar, that what Rav meant was, it was like a razor, but Avada, Rav will agree, if you use a razor, then like the Bryce says, that smooth finish, that is when there is a violation of, again we're going to see, of this Silbash Beget, it falls under the category of a man wearing women's clothing. So therefore, that is something specifically designated activities for a woman, a, a woman, a man is not allowed to do it, that's when you use a razor. If you use a scissors, even if you go down to the skin, but it will not have the same smooth finish, and therefore, that's when it is, that's when Rav permits. Okay? Now, comes along, the more brings down, he seems to disagree with Rav, because he said, Amaber Beis Hashem Beis Erva Loket. And he says that if a person removes hair from the armpits or uh, pubic hair, he gets lashes. Now, two things we have to uh, focus on. Number one, he never said the kind of implement, which implies he doesn't make a distinction. Any removal of hair is in violation, according to Yochanan. And the second point, which the Gemara itself is going to make, the second point is that he says you get lashes, which implies that what? That we're talking about what's happening with the it's a deri- it's a derisa violation. He's saying you get lashes, right? So right up this. So basically, on this thing, one has a question. It says now the Roman brings down another bride says our removal of hair that's referring to specific love your pubic hair and underarm hair. which means it's not a prohibition deraisa. Right? And he was asking this as a question on Rabbi Yochanan, because Rabbi Yochanan said, Loka, you get lashes, which we implied that it is a Daraisa. And that thing when I answer is, my Loka, Nami, the Kama, Midrabonan. He only meant, you, when Rabbi Yochanan said you get lashes, he means that it is Malchus, Aloka, Midrabonan. Now, 
The Gemara, the Taisal points out that the Gemara could have supported Rabbi Yochanan because we asked a question right before on an earlier Brisa. The Gemara asked the question on Rab that the Chorat says Beis Hashem Beis Erva Loke. So, that, but this answer you can reconcile that you don't have a contradiction between the two Brises either because the, you could say is that uh, that the Brisa number one that said Loke means Midra Bonon. Like we just said, and the one that says because it's midrabbanon, so you get a machlis machlis mardus. It's called a rebellion against the rabbinical decree, but it's not. It's not a deraisa. The question it's really, it's not clear, and is is the sheet of Rav because Rav says that if you actually use a razor, right? He says you get lashes. Now we could say to minimize the machlokas between Rav and Rav Yochanan, when Rav says you get lashes, he also meant only mitzrabbonon. Then it comes out the only machlokas between Rav and Rav Yochanan is Rav Yochanan says any implement, any implement is, is, uh, is, is, is in violation and just Rav, Rav Yochanan is going to be the stringent opinion, he always, even with scissors, would be a violation and get Malchus, Malchus Maradis, Drabbonon. And whereas Rav said, no, only if you use a razor, is it Drabbonon. Or you could say not more than that, you could say Rav is being the stringent one. He always said, if you use a razor, then it's Malchus Deraisa. Then you would have to say there's machlokas between the two brises, but it could be that we, we're going to see another version of this Gemara where we see that there could be opinions that hold it is their raisa. So let's take a look. Ikeda Amri, alternative version, top of the Testament Aleph. Amrab Kibarab, Amrab Yechanan. According to this version of Kibarab, said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, Hamabra Beza Shechli Beza Erva, Loka Mishum Lo Yilbash Gever Simlas Isha. Now in this version, Rabbi Yechanan clearly is not saying it's the Rabbonin. Why? Because he said, you get lashes. Why? Because of the verse for that a man is not allowed to wear garments belonging to a woman. So therefore, according to this ver- version, Rabbi Yochanan clearly holds that it is de Raisa. And again, implied with that removal of hair, with, I doesn't say with an implement, with an eraser. It says, all hair removal. So Mesive, on this thing where has a question on Rabbi Yochanan who's in Amora. The Bryce says, which was the Bryce we brought at the bottom. It says that if you use, uh, if you, uh, if you remove body hair, it's only the Rabbonon. And Rabbi Yochanan said it's the Raisa. So that, that, right, so this, this Bryce, so we, the first Bryce on the page we're quoting right now, the same Bryce at the bottom of the last page. On that, Morris says, you're right. According to this, there's no reconciliation of the Bryce and Rabbi Yechonon. It's a machlokas tanoyim. Rabbi Yechonon's going like a different set of tanoyim. What do we see? Huda amar ki hai tana. Like the following tana. The sign we learned in a Bryce, uh, hamavr beisa shechri beisa ever, hareza over misrom layilbash gever simlas isha. Uh, uh, so the Bryce number two over here says clearly, that if a person removes body hair, right, uh, armpit hair or pubic hair, that person is subject to uh, uh, Malchus, like Rabbi Yochanan ruled, following this time of this brisa, is because the vice of Yilbash Gever Simos Isha includes in it activities that are specifically designated for women. The Tana Kama Halo Yilbash Gever Mai Darish Pain. Now the Gemara says like as follows, is that According to the Tanakhama, who says you don't get lashes, they raisa. So, what is the way, how does he interpret the postage when it says, don't, a man should not wear uh, the garments of a woman, a woman should not wear the garments of a man. According to Tanakhama, what is the prohibition that's being referenced? According to the second brisa, 
clearly it means that uh, all activities that are specifically for women, a man, a man is not allowed to act like a woman. That's, but according to Tanakhama, that's only a Durabonon. So then what is the actual violation? Simona says like this, the, the Tana, even though the word Tanakama is being used here a little bit differently, because usually Tanakama means in one Brisa, the first Tana, the second Tana, Tanakama means over here the first Brisa, because there are two Brisas. But the Tana of the first Brisa learns like this third Brisa. What is the third Brisa? It says, that an article, uh, a garment, or, 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 or a, a, a tool, or something that is specifically identified with a man, law should not be on a woman. My time alone, what's come and teach me? Now, if it's just telling you that a man shouldn't wear the clothing of a woman, or a woman wearing the clothing of a man, it's hard to say that that's what the Pasuk is referencing. Why? Because, Kvarnemar ta'evahi, because the Torah calls it an abomination. To say that that is actually abomination, because the man put on a piece of garment of a woman, that's hard to hear that that would be an abomination. There is no abomination. Ella, the pshat is, The idea of the Pasuk is, why is it called abomination? Is because it seems that people used to do these things to allow them access to the other gender. So that's when it's considered to be abomination. You are doing something to get yourself access, to break the boundaries or barriers that a person might, might, might have. That's when it's considered to be an abomination. But stop putting on a garment. So therefore that's how the Tanakhama learns. And therefore Tanakhama holds also shaving armpits or shaving, uh, uh, pubic hair. That's not, that rabbinically, yes, maybe that's also, but it's not also deraisa, because the thrust of the Pasuk is specifically if somebody is using this, to take it towards immoral practices. That's where there's a problem. Now, that's the Tanakhama. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, he holds like the second Tana we had. He holds that, How do you know a woman's not even allowed to wear a weapon? A woman's not allowed to wear a weapon that's used to go out to war. Because back in the day, in the halacha, women aren't supposed to go to war. So therefore, they're not supposed to have weapons on them that are used to go to war. So how do you know that there's a violation that they're using something that is specifically designated? So you see, Rabbi Lezben Yaakov holds, it doesn't mean necessarily that it's being used for immoral practices. He holds that any... So any activity or any item that's specifically de- designated for one gender, the other gender is not allowed to use. And therefore, he would be the one that holds that shaving armpits or shaving body hair for a man would be considered prohibited. Right? The man is not allowed to embellish himself or fix himself up, like we said, the way that something specifically de- uh, designated for a woman. That's very interesting over here is Tesis brings down that uh, the Mechaber actually says in the Shulchan Aruch he says that a man is not allowed to use a mirror if you go to the yeshivas in Israel the Israeli yeshivas in Koltai Raylan there were no mirrors in the bathroom a man that's using mirrors are considered the Tesis brings down over here that uh, I, I believe it's Rabbeinu Peretz I'm not sure who's, who's quoting that he says that uh, if it's being done not for beautification purposes, but let's say a person just to make sure, so make, make sure that he's, uh, uh, he's not cutting himself or doing something that's for, for constructive purposes, not just for beautification. He says that it wouldn't be a violation for a man to go ahead and do. Right. 
Some of these halachas change through the times because certain things become more more uh, appropriate or less appropriate. But uh, all right. Now says it more like this. Amr of Nachman, the Nazir, the Nazir Mutter. And this is a very difficult concept he wants to say. He's saying is that a Nazir, since already he's cutting off all the hair on his head. That's the way Tyson explains it. So therefore, he clearly is not doing this for beautification purposes. So for him to shave his armpits or shave his pubic hair, since he's anyway shaving his head, so therefore that, you know, that's not a, that's not problematic. But that's not the halacha. The halacha is it is problematic. Even if he shaves off his head, he's still not allowed to shave his armpits and his body hair. Now, where Nachman might have got this notion from, I think it's from yesterday's talk. Because yesterday we said that if a person is a nazir and a mitzora, a nazir only has to shave the hair on his head. A mitzora has to shave full body. So we said that the mitzora trumps nazir, even though the nazir, there is the possibility I mean, when you shave the hair of the, the, uh, the Mitzora, you're also shaving the, your, your hair on the head, and that would be in violation of his Nazirus. Doesn't matter. Mitzora trumps Nazir. But Lechora, and I was talking about whether it's an Asay against the Loza Say, we never brought into the fact, what about is the, the, the fact that over there, when a Mitzora shaves, he also is shaving, uh, his, uh, He's also shaving his body hair, right? That we didn't say was would, would be an issue, right? So uh, in the case of a mitzora, right? It's a, a, right, where, where he's a nazir. So I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know that because that, maybe that's not right, such so a there, lie. Yeah, so maybe, maybe if you, since you're shaving off the hair on your head, yeah, it's not that big a problem. That, but again, the Mora says that's not correct. We don't agree with that. All right, let's go on. I'm a lay rabban on the Rab Shimon Bar Abba. So Rabbanon asked Rabbi Shimon Bar Abba, I guess he was close to the Yechanan, is it Rabbi Yechanan the Leisley that we've noticed, or maybe the Mikvah, I'm not sure where they noticed this, that Rabbi Yechanan has no armpit hair. So Lechora, how does he, he holds, it's also, according to the second Lashon, even Yisrael Deraisa, right, any type of implement, he doesn't just say a razor. So Amalohan, Machma Zikna Nashur, he says when person gets older, so then the hair falls off on its own sometimes, and that's what happened with him. There was a fellow who was Chayev Malchus, right? Didn't say exactly what he did. Some say it was rabbinical Malchus. We'll see. Igloi Beisashechi, when they were removing, tearing open his shirt to give him the Malchus, they noticed his armpits became uh, visible. And they saw that he did not shave. So it seems to be that back in the day, those who kept halacha meticulously would not shave their armpit hair. But it seems that the rest of the people were not meticulous about it and did. And they saw this guy that they're about to give Malchus to who did not shave his armpit hair. So Amar Lohan read the Ami, so Ami said to them, Shivke, leave him alone. Damin who you see he's a Chavar, he's obviously a Talmud Chochem, and therefore don't give him Malchus. Now, the question that the Mephorshim deal with over here, because the guy is keeping one halacha, I mean, if he needs lashes, what do you mean? So some say they were giving him lashes because he acted disrespectfully to a Talmud Chacham. So, but the bottom line is, since they saw, not that it's appropriate, but since they saw himself was a Talmud Chacham, so therefore it wasn't lashes, we not Torah, it was only rabbinical lashes. I also, I said like this, there is a halacha that if you take a person, you put him up on the thing, to get lashes and he goes to the bathroom because he gets so scared he goes to the bathroom you don't have to give him lashes because you already humbled him 
So it could be the point over here, this guy, if he's a guy of status, the guy who's a machokum, the fact that you really took him up and tore open his shirt and whatever it is, maybe that's enough embarrassment for the fellow that that counts in, in such a way as well. Let's go back to it. So they ask Rabbi can a person shave, specifically talking about armpit hair or pubic hair? Are you allowed? What's the bottom line? Are you allowed? So I'm a lay, sir. He says, oh, sir. So uh, Rab asked Rab Chia. Rab asked Rab Chia and, and Rab Chia said it's Osir. So Amalei Bahaka Gadol. So Rab Chia asked Rab back. He said, but Lechora, if you don't cut it, it's going to continue growing. It's going to continue growing. It's going to cause discomfort. You know, the person's supposed to be, you feel a discomfort. So Amalei Barpakti. Barpakti is an expression, means son of princes. Suppression to her Talmud Chacham. He says, Man Yeshlo, is that pubic hair and armpit hair only has got a set, set duration of time it grows. It's not like facial hair which continues to grow forever if you don't cut it, but this has only a set amount of time. And calls Man Shu Gadol Neusher, means once it's reached the full time of when it's supposed to grow, it'll happen, it falls out on its own, so you don't have to worry about it creating discomfort, it won't be the problem. Alright. And yeah, that's what Tosfos says over here, that you see from the fact that if it's mashma, that if it would create discomfort, so therefore, mashma kashe'en adam is chavin l'noi, that if you don't intend to do, remove for beautification purposes, elderly not so, uh, only to protect yourself from discomfort, delays be mishum clay gever, that's not considered clay gever, v'im kein amastak mare, and therefore if somebody looks into a mirror, k'deish lo yichbol v'atma, in order not to harm himself, shari v'chein omer haraf, used to shave using a mirror. Rav asked the following question. The way the Mephorosh learns over here, means, and also the, the Teshu says it too, is that are you allowed to scratch yourself through your clothing vigorously and this way, you scratch it, that you, even though what you're going to be doing is going to be removing hair. So you're allowed to scratch yourself in areas where you're not allowed to cut the hair, but if you scratch, you're not doing it with an implement, so are you allowed to do it no, with full knowledge that your action is going to remove the hair? Samale also. He says, you can't do it. You're not allowed to remove the hair, and it makes no difference to implement, you're not allowed to do it with the intent either. All right? Now, whether it's the rice or the rabbana, it'll depend on the two uh, versions we had before. Bevigdei mahu. What if you don't do it directly with your hand, but you do it through your clothes? So, mutter. That's not such a, uh, a problem. And doing it through clothing itself might be, that, that is permissible. Igdamri, there's another version that was asking, had nothing to do with the prohibition of, of lo yilbash. He was asking another shayla. We know that in tefillah, there's certain parts of the body you're not supposed to touch, because if you touch those parts of the body, then your hands become tummy and you have to go wash your hands. So he asked him, that those areas you're not allowed to touch, if you do it through your garment, what's the halacha? So Amalei Oster, he says, that's still not appropriate. But that is not the halacha. So you've got to scratch, you've got to scratch. Through the garment, not considered to be problematic. All right. Let's go. Now we get back to some fun. Alright, remember the Perak began with the following situation, right? Right, you go back to Nunzai in the beginning of the Mishnah. 
The case we had in the Mishnah was Shnei Nazirim. There were two people that were definitely Nazirim. First day, they both made themselves Nazir. One of you became Tomei, right? He was staying at a distance. He didn't see which one stepped on the Tumah or had the Tumah fall on him. But one or two of you are definitely Tomei. So, and I don't know which one. So what are you supposed to do? So the Mishnah suggested like this, that you bring two, you, go, you count 30 days, right? And you bring two sets of karbonas. One for the Tumah, which is the Chatas Ola, the bird, and a Korban Asham. And then one for Tahara, which is a Chatas animal, an Ola animal, and a Shlomim animal. Now both of them, you'll offer both sets of animals, and both of them will take the shaving. However, what they're going to, we don't know which set of animals they, they bought in partnership, so it could work for either one. So we don't know which set worked for which one, right? It could be that, let's say A and B. A got the, we needed Tahara, because he was Tame, so that the Tume animals worked for him. B was always Tahara, so the Tahara animals worked for him. But now, they can't go off now and start having Lachaims, because the bottom line is, we don't know which one had just now triggered its dawn. So they have to both count another 30 days. They both count another 30 days, day 60, day 61. Now they only bring one set of korbonus. But what they basically say is, if I was the one who was Tomei on day 30, that the 30, the Tumor worked for me, so day 60, the one that's Tahara works for me now. And if you, and, and you the one, if you were the one that was Tomei, then this works for you. If you were the one that's Tahar, then you don't need it. You really were taken care of 30 days ago. But that seemed to be the only solution to avoid the, them being stuck in limbo, not being able to get out there in a zeros. Fine, so far, so good. That was the case. Now, comes the follow-up Mishnah. What happens if you weren't able to do it because one of them died? Same scenario. One of the two of you are Tomei. Don't know which one. And one guy hears the news, gets a heart attack, kills over and dies. And now the one remaining is stuck. Because he doesn't know what... If he's Tomei or, or not. So what should he do? That's the question. So I'll the commission. So I'm going to be sure. You sure says, oh, I have a solution. What's the solution? Go find somebody from the marketplace. Grab a guy off the street. All right? And what you tell the guy is like this. Now let me, let me speak it outside so that it'll, it'll be just conceptually easier to read the Mishnah. You grab a guy off the street and I say, guys, you've got to go do me a solid over here. I need a real favor. What this is a huge favor. You're, I need you to accept on yourself the following. If I am Tomei, if I am Tomei, alright, right, I need you to accept on yourself an Aziris from today for 30 days. Comes 30 days time, okay, we're going to be bring two sets of Korbanus. Alright? What are we going to bring? We're going to bring two sets of korbanos. If I am Tomei, the Tomei korbanos will be for me, and the Tar korbanos will be for you. Okay? However, that doesn't help me completely, because the point is, if in fact I was Tahar, then the Tar korbanos are going to be for me, 
and you, it wouldn't work, it wouldn't be able to work, one set of korbanos cannot work for two people. So therefore, as part of the condition, I want you to accept yourself, if I'm actually tahar, then I want you to make a condition that if, that you're gonna say that if, in fact, I was tahar, then your naziris will not start from day one to day thirty, but it'll go from day thirty to day sixty. And what's going to happen at the end of day 60? At the end of day 60, we're going to bring another set of korbanas for Tahara. And on the end of day 60, we're going to say that if I was the one that was Tomei, and then on day 30, the korbanas of Tahara worked for you, on day 60, the korbanas of Tahara are working for me. But in fact, if I was the one that was Tahar, so then, the korbanas of Tahara worked for me on day 30. The Tumah korbanas were not needed. Now, if they're not needed, how could they be brought? We'll have to yeah, discuss in a moment. We'll discuss that in a moment. But your Naziris then would only trigger from day 30 to day 60, and therefore the korbanas of Tahara that have been brought on day 60, day 61, are going to be for who? Are going to be for you. Now, the only problem Ira pointed out is going to be one second. If you're not sure that the korbanas of Tumah are necessary, then it comes out that on day 30, when you bring the two sets, the one of Tahara, that's for sure needed. Right? And you're going to need one on day 30, you're going to need one on day 60, because to cover both of them, that's for sure. But the one of Tumah, it's not like the case we had in the opening of the Perak, because there it worked for one of them. Here it might work, not need for either one. Right? So, so therefore, what, what, what the Rishonim speak out is as follows. We know that a chatasa'ov, a special halach of Moshe Sinai, the bird chatas can come in a case of suffolk. So there's no problem bringing the bird chatas, because it comes again. The ola bird, you can bring with a condition, if it's not needed, it could be a nadova. Right? The only one that you're going to be stuck with is the asham, because the asham cannot come as a nadova. So the Rishonim speak out that this Tana of Yeshua holds that we had before, that in order to allow for a taglachas, in order to discharge the taglachas, you don't have to bring all three animals. All three. Even you bring, you either bring machlok, you either only have to bring the chatas, because there's a opinion chatas alone does it, or chatas and ola, right. but you just don't bring the asham. That's what you're going to have to do, because you can't. You can't bring the, so you won't get the mitzvah of the asham, but at least you took care of the nazir. But it's okay because you're in zero, yes. so gone yes. the Now we can do the Mishnah. If one of them died, means one of the two guys that in the, in the, from the first, in the opening mission of the parent. So be sure, I'm going to be sure, should go find a guy from the market, that will be willing to take on a Nazirus corresponding to this fellow, the Nazir. He'll make himself into a Nazir as well. The Omer. If, now this is the guy that survived, the survivor, the guy who's alive will say, if I was the one that was Tomei and the guy that died was the one that was Tahor, then I want you, my buddy is coming off the street, your Nazirah should kick in day one, alright, for 30 days. But if I was the one, the survivor, I was the one that was Tahor, right, then I don't need a carbon of Tumor, right, but in such a case, then I'm going to use the carbon that's bought on day 30 for myself. So your condition has to be, then your Naziris will not go from day 1 to day 30. It'll start from, what it starts. It'll start from day 30 till day 60. Right? You don't have to make extra Naziris if you don't, but either way, you're right. You're not going to be able to drink. So therefore, well, you're, you're saying, why not make it a 60 day Naziris? No, you can't make it no. a 60 day because then you wouldn't bring it 30 days. So you'd have to maybe put it, bring it Ah, that's, that's correct. You, no, no, no. You only have to, your second, the, the, the condition will be, if I don't need the first 30 days, then I'm being My triggered from day 30, 30 to day 60. Correct. 
So thereby, you see, Harei Atanazir, Achar Shloshim Yom, so therefore, then Harei Atanazir, only after the 30 days, you will be, uh, uh, not, your, your, your Nazirs will kick in, it'll trigger, not now. For Sovrin Shloshim, so they count 30 days. Alright, this is what happens. Now you start counting, you count 30 days. Or maybe in carbon, similar carbon towers. This is the first 30 days. And on day 30, day 31, they bring a set of, uh, a carbon, one set of, for carbon tumor, which we said will only be the chatas and maybe the ola, but not the asham. The carbon tahara, and the carbon tahara, you bring the full set. Your animal chatas, your animal asham, uh, your animal ola, and your animal shlomim. For Omer, which, is, which is for the Naziris. For the Naziris Tahara. Because right. one of them for sure right. is For Omer. And this is what the declaration that, he, that we, we say. The survivor. If I was the one that really, when the age saw one of them got Tomei, it was me. So then Karman Tumah Shali. So then I need to rely on the Karman Tumah to get the Taglachas for Tumah. I have to start counting Tahara. I've got to take care of my Tumah first. So on day 30, when I bring the, the Chatas Ol, the bird, and the Ola bird, that's going to count for me. Karman Tahara, the full Karman Tahara, the regular Zir's Tahara, you start a trigger day one, day 30, you've got to have all three animals for yourself. Shacha. That takes care of that, that set will be for you. However, so now, but if I was the one who never, I never became Tomei, then Karman Tahara Shali, then the three animals that are brought is for me. Now, and carbon tumor, that's going to be a suffix. That's going to be like stuck in, that's boy brought as a suffix. It's not, it wasn't needed. How did you bring it as a suffix? I explained how you brought it as a suffix. But that's what's going to, not going to count for anyone. But now, the sofrin shloshim yom, you have to count another 30 days, from day 30 to day 60. What's going to happen there? Maybe in carbon tahara, you bring another carbon tahara. Now, and then the declaration is made. Imaniha tomei. Right? Now, if I in fact was Tomei, so then the, the day 30, the carbon Tahara was for you, carbon Tumah was for me, on day 60, the carbon Tahara is going to have to be for me, because now I've counted my Nazirus. So therefore, Tomei, carbon Tumah Shali, right, that was on day 30, carbon Tahara Shalcha on day 30, but then the one we're bringing on day 60, carbon Tarasi, that'll be my carbon, because my carbon Tumah triggered my new Nazirus from day 30 to 60, fine. But, if in fact I was, all along I was Tahar, so I was discharged already on what day? Karman Tahar Shali on day 30. Karman Tumah was besuffic, wasn't needed with a suffix situation. Bezel, the one that's been brought on day 60, that's triggered by your Naziris from day 30 to day 60. Karman Bezel Karman so Amaloy Ben Zoma. Ben Zoma says that's a very nice theoretical cheshben. But who is going to, in their right mind, be willing to tie themselves up in, on the subject for 60 days? He says, so it's not a practical thing. He says, Who's going to listen to make yourself another connector, right? To the nazir. To tie himself, make such a net on himself to make himself a nazir. So therefore, comes along Ben Zoma, and he says, I have a much more pragmatic, practical way of doing it, that only requires one person. You don't have to find another person. So what does he do? Ella. Maybe chatasa'ov v'olas behema. You bring, at 30, at day 30, you bring two animals. A chatasa'ov, now a chatas, a bird chatas, belong to which set, set of korbanas? That's the Mitzorah, that's the, uh, that's the one, Tomei. That's, that's, that's the, what Tomei, that's one is Tomei, right? right? And the Olas Behema, 
That's yeah, if in case that you were Nazir of Torah. They both were Nazir. The one's a Nazir of Torah. Now, the thing is like this. He holds that you only need one animal to trigger the permission to do a Taglachas. You only need one. So therefore, either way, I could do a Taglachas. Why? Because if I was a Nazir Tomei, if I was Tomei, then I could, what triggers the bird, the, the bird the tag works for me. If I was Tahor, the, the, the older animal will work for me. So he says, Im you see, if I was Tame, Chatos my obligatory, my obligatory carbon will be the Chatos bird. Now, what about you bought an Ola? I don't need an Ola behemoth. But then you, that you can make a condition that the Ola won't be for my obligation, but the Ola animal will be as an Adava. So it's not a Chulin Ba'azora. It'll be an Adava. Now, im tahara you see, but if I was never Tomei, so then what? Ha'ola mechavasi, the ola, the carbon ola allows me to take my taglachas that discharges my nazirus allows me because I bring one of the animals. The chatas is a case of suffolk, and we said before, a chatas bird you can bring as a suffolk even if it comes out you never needed it. Fine. But that still is only taken care of only one, the, the Ola in case, but, but you still have a problem over here. Why do you have still have a problem? Because in case he was Tomei, it triggers a new Nazirus. You wiped out, the first days got wiped out, whatever, you had, he still has to have 30 more days, right? So now, Sofer Shloshim Yom, so he counts another 30 days. Maybe Karbantar. Now, in this case, he only brings the three sets of animals. Three sets, he brings his... Bird, uh, no birds, no birds, no birds. No birds bird. He brings a Karban Chatas, a Karban Ola, and a Karban Shlonim. But Omer, he says like this, Im If I was Tomei, which means on day 30, I had to take care of my Tumor, so Ha'ola, Rishon Adova, that first Ola's gone. That was an Adova, it wasn't needed. The Chatas is what allowed me to get my Taglachas. And these three now are all obligatory carbonas that I need because now is when my Nazirus actually ends. From day 30 to day 60 was my full Nazirus of Tahara was triggered by getting rid of my Tumah on day 30 because the bird allowed me to get my Taglachas and discharge my Tumah uh, Nazirus. And therefore from day 30 to 60 I bring all three animals. Now, so therefore... On the other side. Okay, we'll no, one second, on the other side. The Imtara, you see, now the problem is, yeah, if I was Tahor, Tahor then now, then which he means... Did, he did 30 days ago, worked and cleared him, so no, how did no. you bring So therefore, Ha'ola Rishon Achova, the first Ola was good. The first Ola counted. Right. The so second Ola... Yeah, so the second Ola will be an Adova. I make a condition that if I already took care of the first Ola, the second Ola will be a Nadova. I still haven't done the mitzvah with the other two korbanas. I still need a shlomim. I still, I didn't need it to get a haircut to discharge my nazir, but there's still a mitzvah looming over me that I didn't do, bringing my chatas animal and my shlomim animal. This will be my mitzvah, korboni. I don't need an ola. Why don't I need an ola? Because I already did the first one with my ola. Because that was to destroy, to allow to get the haircut. Right. Uh, uh, and so therefore, so and if it was for that, okay, great. Then he brings the last two at the end. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to be sure. Nim says they made the korbanos lechatayim. He says, how can you split it up? You're coming on that you're dividing up. So aval hodul chachamim lebenazar. I'm saying, what's the big deal? So he split it up. Who said it had to be all in one day? So you split it up. One says like this. The one actually feels that that is such a good point. What was Yeshua saying? The lysi. So let him split it up. Meaning. 
What, what was when, uh, when, uh, Rabbi Yeshua, what is he pointing out? It comes out being piecemeal. Okay. So it comes out being piecemeal. What, what, why is that a problem? So, I'm Rabbi Yehuda, I'm We're missing the point here. Lo, I'm Rabbi Yeshua, El Lechadet is the Talmudim. Rabbi Yeshua really understood that you're, this is, what I'm saying theoretically is not going to work. But get a guy off the street. Why? Because you really can't split it? I don't know. No, no, getting a guy off the street and getting him to oh, accept the Naziris. Because ben- Rabbi Yeshua agreed to Benazir. Nobody's going to willing to do it. So, why? No one's going to. He said it was just there theoretically like to sharpen the minds of the students. I really agree. With what Ben Zoma said. The only thing, and what do you mean, when he said, you bring it piecemeal, he wasn't asking it as a question. What he was pointing out is it's that you're going to be able to do it piecemeal. That's the way, that's all he meant. So I'm Rav Nachman, uh, so therefore like this, so therefore Lechadad Barzat which means that basically what Rav Nachman is saying is that really there is no argument over here. Rabbi Yeshua wasn't saying this is what you actually have to do. He was saying theoretically just to show up for the minds of the students, but he agrees in practice you do what Ben Zoma says. Now it seems from the Mephorish over here that Rav Nachman did not get the memo. Rav Nachman actually thought Rabbi Yeshua felt that that's what you should do. Right? And therefore he has a problem with it. Let me speak it out. The problem is going to have as follows. There seems to be certain fats that are around the intestines. They start turning right away. They go bad right away. Now, if you're dealing with only one person you have to worry about, so you shech, you dissect the animal, pull out the intestines, it doesn't matter. Within a short amount of time, you're already going to be putting it on the fire. It's not going to be. But if you have to deal with two people, you have to wait for the taglachas of two people, you have to do the waving of two people, you have to go everything double time, so then what's going to uh, going to end up happening is that these fats by the time they get to the fire, are going to already have become putrid. And that's the problem that he has. So Amar of Nachman, because he took Rav Yeshua as, as, as holding that that's what you have to do. So Amar of Nachman, Maile Avadei Rav Yeshua, the Dake, what's Rav Yeshua going to do with the fats on the intestines to Lalisri, to avoid them from becoming putrid, from going off. The truth is, that's not such a problem. In the big picture we learned, because really, Rav Yeshua was not saying that that's what you have to do. He was just recommending that, he was just saying it as a theoretical thing, but he in practice held like Benzoma, so that would not be a problem. Jen, we'll stop over here.